Well, welcome back to another episode of Empowerment with Elizabeth. Today, I have a special guest, Corey Keller, Miss Arkansas. So she is here to talk a little bit about food insecurity and her platform. So Corey, if you just kind of want to give us a little intro about yourself, tell us who you are, tell us about your background, your platform, all that good stuff. Hi, I'm Corey Keller. I'm Miss Arkansas, like you said, and I'm so excited to be here today. First and foremost, thank you for having me. This is such a cool podcast. I'm glad to get to be a part of this and further your mission of empowerment. I think that's great. Um, Prior to being Miss Arkansas, I worked in corporate marketing at CJRW, which is the largest marketing agency here in Arkansas. I have two degrees from Arkansas State University. My first is in exercise science, and then my master's is mass communication with an emphasis in radio, television, and sports production. That is so, <laughs> it's a long, it's a long uh, acronym behind my name for sure, but very thankful for my education and I graduated completely debt-free because of the Miss America organization in Miss Arkansas. Prior to winning Miss Arkansas, I'd won $20,000 in scholarships, and now I've won over $55,000 after winning Miss Arkansas. So extremely proud to be a part of the Miss America organization and, of course, to promote my community service initiative, which is Feeding the Future Collaborative Solutions to Hunger. I love it. I love it. She's pretty cool, if you can't tell. (laughs) Okay, so talk a little bit about what got you interested in food security specifically and why you decided to make it your CSI, Community Service Initiative, for my non-Miss America folks. (laughs) Yes, I'm from rural Arkansas, which is a really agriculture-based community, but food insecurity sat next to me every single day in the classroom anyways. Arkansas is the number one producer of rice in the country. So food is plentiful here. And of course, in most parts of the country, but food access is not, unfortunately. One in four children in the state of Arkansas are food insecure. So knowing not only that statistic, but the problem in my own school district where over 75% of the students were on free or reduced price school meals at the time, I knew I had to do something to not only help lower that statistic, but help my classmates, help the people that I know. And it's merged perfectly into even my professional life of promoting healthy lifestyles and just general things that I advocate for and trying to promote education and furthering people to help them be their best selves. And for me, that starts in the classroom from a young age and making sure that people have equitable access to food. I love it. And I love that you brought up the healthy lifestyles and food sovereignty too, because I think that that is a part of the the puzzle that a lot of people forget sometimes. Like, I feel like the focus sometimes gets to be on just get them food, but really it needs to be about making sure that they've got a healthy diet as well. I think that's so important too. So I love that you mentioned that. Um, okay. So talk a little bit about what the biggest issue you see regarding food insecurity in Arkansas is in your experience. Of course, there's many issues that come with food insecurity for children, issues just associated with being food insecure, malnourishment, poor eating habits, like you mentioned, which turn into lifelong habits of poor eating habits, which then increases your risk for diabetes, heart disease, and stroke long term. But looking at the short term with children specifically, it's the stigma facing food insecurity. A lot of children and they don't want to ask for help or they don't want to tell their teacher or tell a supervisor or let their friends in their classroom know that they have a problem. Being a young student here in Arkansas, I saw that for my classmates. Right. I had no 
they were food insecure, but they would have never shared that with me either. And knowing the stigma, knowing how people feel about the issue, it broke my heart. And I think that that's one of the biggest barriers for children specifically getting food in schools is that they're embarrassed to ask for help or they're embarrassed to take it home. I've been in school districts here in Arkansas where children literally will throw the food in the trash can because they don't want to take it home and they don't want people to see them taking it on the bus or getting in the car with food. And it just, it makes me, makes me sad, but I hope that we can change that stigma and also change it systemically, make it to where we are doing state and federal changes that assist people in their pursuit to living a healthier lifestyle and getting access to food. I think it's a trickle down effect too. I love that. I love every part of that. That's awesome. Um, What are you most excited for in working with your CSI as Miss Arkansas and reaching a larger group of people? So before you've had local titles, which we know obviously gives you such a great platform to begin with, but now you've got a whole state that's looking up to you, um, especially on this topic. So talk a little bit about that. Prior to winning Miss Arkansas, I was Miss Metro and I became an official advocate with the American Heart Association, which People think about heart health and food insecurity, and they usually don't associate them together. Well, food access, like I mentioned a moment ago, and creating those healthy habits from a young age are what is is going to promote a healthy lifestyle long-term and a healthier heart. Many people know from either watching Miss Arkansas or seeing my social media after the fact, but while I was in Miss Arkansas, my dad was in the ICU suffering from cardiovascular disease. So this is really important to me and something that matters to me as well as just fighting for a healthy lifestyle for everyone and creating equitable opportunities. And now as Miss Arkansas, I really am looking forward to continuing my work with the American Heart Association on a larger scale. Now that I have the platform and the name of Miss Arkansas surrounding me, I can get things done and (laughs) make an even bigger impact and talk to others about the importance of living a healthy lifestyle caring about their heart health from a young age, but also providing opportunities for those less fortunate and those who are food insecure to be able to live that healthy lifestyle as well. I love that. Yeah, those two issues really do go hand in hand. And I feel like most people don't realize that you're so right. Um, Okay, so what is your biggest piece of advice to someone who is struggling with food insecurity specifically? Similar to what I mentioned a moment ago, you know, ask for help. There are plentiful resources and food pantries and individuals that are looking to either sponsor or help or just jump in in times of need. But if you never ask, you'll never know. And I would also encourage those who are listening to seek out food insecurity in your communities, whether it's rural or urban, because it exists. And a lot of times we don't see it because people don't want to talk about it or they're embarrassed or they think, you know, I'm a hardworking individual. I shouldn't be food insecure. I can't be food insecure, but it doesn't discriminate and it affects a large population of the U.S. and specifically Arkansas. So I would encourage you to not only reach out for resources, but reach out to see how you can become a resource for others. I love that. I love that. And that kind of segues into our final question, which is what is your biggest piece of advice for someone wanting to get involved with food insecurity awareness? So you just talked about, you know, seeking it out, um, kind of giving it a name, you know, volunteering in your your community. But what are some specific ways um, that somebody who doesn't know anything about this topic could get started? 
there's many things you can do from your local level, seeking out food pantries, seeking out school districts, reaching out to your local state representatives to see not only about issues in the community, but what can you do to help make systemic change as well? Advocating for that in your state, in your county, in your even your school district is going to make a huge difference knowing that every school district has programs available, has resources, has grant funding, has things that we can all do and be a part of. It's just seeking them out. So looking at every level of your life and of any type of civil servant to see how you can help is extremely important. Um, and become an advocate. Join the You're the Cure Network with American Heart Association. They're turning a lot of their research and attention and advocacy specifically to nutrition access programs because it's important to instill those lifelong healthy heart healthy habits. So I would encourage you to join the You're the Cure Network. Reach out to your local here in Arkansas, we have the Arkansas Hunger Relief Alliance, the Arkansas Food Bank. They all do advocacy work and fundraising. So if you can't give your time necessarily, you can give monetarily or in kind as well with an actual food donation. I love that. I love that. Well, thank you so much, Corey, for all of your insight today on food insecurity. And thank you all for listening today. And I will see you guys on the next episode. Bye.